Ladies and gentlemen, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, are you ready? Are you ready to get motivated? Welcome to Get Motivated, the podcast about motivational speakers and uh, guys that teach you how to make money, apparently, yeah. you know? Yeah, the overachievers, the best of us. Uh, we were going to do Keith Ablo, but he's extremely boring, uh, so I decided not to. And instead, we're going to look at a guy that Brett turned me on to, and then also look at some Dan Pena audio, which is just... He's my favorite one. Yeah, supervillain. You know? This is a supervillain reveal. Yeah, yeah. But this new one, I, which which I think you're all going to love, the name of the guy, at least, right? Sure. I will. Yes. I, it, <laughs> go. No. Go. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It ain't going to be Jason Socialism uh-huh. that we're covering. Right. We're covering Jason Capital. Right. today yeah. to let everybody know this is a guy that brett likes likes like you know that's likes. why i was that's why i was interrupting is i'm in a very different place than when we started get motivated really yeah um jason capital uh i still like jason capital he's a really just a mid-level grifter you know just a guy that's not it's getting by on you know not a lot you know he's a crumbs guy he he's you know, doing I, i'm sure he has a fantastic life but it's just really mid-level Instagram uh, stuff, and it's really fantastic what he gets away with. Yeah, absolutely. And we have here somebody that can help us listen to Jason Capital Audio and make fun of it. We got Drew Toothpaste here. What's up, Drew? Hey, how's it going? You ever heard of Jason Capital? I never heard of him, but he sounds like he's going to be great, man. What's, okay. What's he the name that make you think? <laughs> Jason Capital. Well, I feel like... He he sounds like a normal guy up front, and then in the back, you're like, this guy's thinking money. Right. And let me say this about money Jason maker. Capital. Let me help you out a little bit with Jason Capital. Um, it's an odd grift that he has. I, I find it to be a little more interesting than a lot of these guys who me and Brad have basically discovered that a lot of these guys are rich because they tell people how to get like their yeah. whole thing is like I'm I'm making my money by telling people how I make money. It's like a kind of uh I, I don't know, it's a weird like uh, Russian like, nesting doll. Yeah. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to No, you're totally right. I was going to say the snake eating its tail, but there's Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cuz I mean, you hear these guys and they're like, "So Jason Capital is a young man. He's very young. He's on the up and coming. Brett said that he is. He's a, a low level. I I call that up coming. You know. Okay. And he calls himself a high income individual. Sure. Which is <laughs> good name. I think. Yeah. I guess nobody is going to describe themselves that way unless they're like trying to. Well, it's like you you're protesting too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or yeah, maybe you can prove it. If you can prove it, then you can say it, right? Maybe you're just that that bold, that courageous to say, I'm proudly high in, high income individual. So what I find interesting about him is I listened to a lot of his seminars yesterday. And uh, I 
found out how he's telling people how to get rich. And the way that he does that is email lists. Mm. The whole thing is email lists. So, like, basically, he's like, I heard him describe this. I can't play the audio because it was really long. But basically, I'll tell you a story that I heard him tell yesterday. Okay. Right? So, Jason Capital's favorite restaurant in Huntington Beach, Virginia is a sushi restaurant that's there. I, I don't know if it's his favorite restaurant there. To be fair, he said it's his favorite sushi restaurant, which seems like, okay, I mean, how many are there in Huntington Beach, Virginia? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know? How many favorites? I have a lot of favorites. I do. I have a lot of fa- Everything's my favorite. If I like it, it's my favorite. That's how I That's how I think. But yeah. Jason Capital uh, went into his sushi restaurant that he loves, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, how many people come in here a day? So then he extrapolates what they say to being there's 15,000 customers that come in every month. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't know if there's any restaurant serving 15,000 people a month. <laughs> but he said, um, how do you keep them around? The person that's working there that he's annoying says, well, I mean, they just come back because the food's good. He's like, what about the people that don't? I was like, that's a good point. She, she's like, well, that, yeah, you got a point there. He's like, uh, <laughs> how do you handle your email list? And she was like, we don't have an email list. And he was like, I mean, you're losing so many customers. You know, you're, you're thinking, you know, if, if we just simplify it down to you get 10 customers a day, only one of those is going to come back. How are you going to get the other nine back? And then he says an email list. So she is like, yeah, go ahead and hook me up with this email list. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. He says, uh, that's going to (laughs) be (laughs) $3,000. So he said that email lists for restaurants can run $3,000 a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just from, just from somebody who owns uh, a mailing list and has and has used mailer services, it's about $100 a month for, well, for that order of magnitude. But $3,000 a month is a lot more money than $100 a month. <laughs> That's where the capital comes. That's Jason yeah. Capital for you. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask, before we talked about Jason Capital, I wanted to ask, what is your experience with motivational speakers or self-help? Of Are you kind? into it? Have you ever, any relative, any anything? Any relation? You know, the the self-help stuff always seems so super vague. And a lot of it is like, if you just believe in yourself, it'll happen. And it just, I've never personally been helped by uh, a lot of self-help stuff. The only one I've ever seen that's worked. I've seen one that's worked. And it was called uh, Quit Smoking the Easy Way. And whatever the guy does, it's just like a book. And it's like, quit smoking cigarettes. And the book is like, well, you probably tried, but then you keep smoking cigarettes because you like it, right? But he does something. There's something in it that actually works. And I heard about it from somebody long ago on some message board who posted about it. And I was like, oh, I'll get it, you know? And uh, Natalie tried it. She quit smoking cigarettes. She read the no, book. Yeah. By the end of the book, she yeah. was done. Yeah. Nothing else. I mean, because 
cigarettes are great. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to convince otherwise. I mean, they're full of drugs. They're fun. You get fire. You yeah. get just. You get to leave work. Like everything is great about them. So you really have to have something special to make it to make it work. But nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else I've ever seen has ever has ever been self help. In fact, I feel like the industry depends on maybe making people worse because if you convince somebody that you're helping them help themselves but they're not actually helped then they come back for more like the sushi yeah right and three thousand so he basically is like so now you're making three thousand dollars a month from this sushi restaurant he said you he wait the three thousand was how much you can make from an email list a month yeah oh absolutely for sure i thought he said that's what he was charging okay no three thousand a month easy man no 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 he's saying that he charges the restaurant three thousand a month and then running to run their list yeah because he sets up the server whatever and all that stuff and and like uh uh so then he says, imagine if you did that to 15 restaurants. And I said, uh, I'm imagining, and I like what I'm imagining right now. That is $45,000 a month I would be making. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how to set up a server or any, cause then that's the other thing he says. He's like, it's so easy to set up an email list. It, you know, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. You just set it up. So you got to blast out two emails a day. And that is how you make a living. On your laptop, which is his kind of, <laughs> that's his, the key to his success is like, that's the, that's what he's offering. Well, now it's high level coaching too. Or yeah, he went into, cruising. okay. So that's what he got. Cause you do have to have a little bit of a moneymaker beginning. You have to have a little bit of a story to beef up. Um, so he was successful at that. And now he's teaching people how to believe in themselves and find their own little lazy businesses. Yes, but the business is always email list. Oh, just from what I've heard. That's that's all it is. Just don't try other stuff. Don't follow your heart, really. Just do the email. I mean, it does, it is easy. It's like mining. Uh, You just send them out and then people spend money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they work. I'm sure they do. They have to work. Yeah, we use them. I mean, like me and Drew, Drew's ran email list forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I figure they work. In some way, they yeah. just, you know what it feels like to me? And, you know, Brett, I think me and you have a total difference of opinion on this. Uh, maybe. I'm not really 100% sure if we do, but I think we've even, like, bandied it back and forth at times. Uh, concert flyers. Uh-huh. I don't think they work. I don't think they do anything. I don't think they bring one person to a concert. By putting a flyer on a wall or something? Yeah, by putting flyers out. For your shows, like has always been the tradition for band, rock bands and, and, and like they, they would flyer everything. There's a guy around Columbus named Drew LaMaine that is a rapper uh-huh. that has just, he makes yard signs and just puts them on intersections yeah. and then staples the name to a pole and tapes it on the uh, bus stops. And, and like now he's on our podcast. Okay. Now but, Drew Lemaine. <laughs> I've never heard. Look up Drew Lemaine. I've never heard one second of a Drew Lemaine song. Okay. Yeah, sure. So yeah, he did get press out of that. I guess that works. But we hung flyers one time. For it worked a lot. You think it? Well, we it was not flyers though. We made this was a really crazy thing. We uh, we bought like two hundred pieces of like poster board, and we made individual signs with just crazy slogans. 
that said like um <laughs> would say shit like those dvds aren't going to be worth anything why do they treat you like a dvd listen to street fight radio <laughs> yeah that did work that brought people in i'm talking though about and, like it would say do crime and we do like brass knuckles and stuff and it would say kill cops and stuff and we took them down to columbus state community college and we stapled them all over there and all over the short north Really? So <laughs> it was a huge boost. It, we it, put did. it, on it campus boosted too. our traffic. Like so crazy. was this like early on? Oh, yes. Yeah, it was like nine years ago. Yeah. We were making zero money from the show. We were just trying to get people to listen. So if you, I mean, <laughs> if you had a hundred or a couple hundred people listening weekly, you could see on the stats then yes. that you brought in a lot. Interesting. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. Well, I'm talking though about before the first 2016 live show. Yeah. Um, or 15 yeah, I mean, when we did Car Cafe Kerouac and we had flyers made on red paper and we stapled them up around town. Like, I don't think a single person came to the con came to the live show because they saw the flyer. And that's what I think of email lists too. Because like when I get an email from a business, I don't look at it ever. I never, I just delete it and I get out of the way. So like for me, I can't extrapolate extrapolate my behavior right. to other people. Obviously, I always try to do that, but I it never it. works. I love my email list. So you go in and look at your email. Yeah, because I'm like, hey, Brett, uh, you were over here looking at our website like three months ago. That item you want just went on clearance. Do you still want it? I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. 30% off. Here's a code. Yeah. yeah. Let me know that get together is the new code. That's fine. I well, think that the I think that the overall concept of email list works, but sending two emails a day is so insane. That's a killer. Like that's I have a I have a favorite sushi place in town, but I'll go there like twice a year or something. If they emailed me, uh, what, 730 times a year, I'd be like, you need to slow down. <laughs> yeah. Like, there is no there is no way that this is going to improve my sushi consumption. What if, yeah, Jason Cap the Jason Capital signs up the sushi business. They're like, hey, wake up with fresh sushi right in the morning. <laughs> and then before you go to bed, it's like, you know, you can call ahead your order for tomorrow if you're thinking about it before bed. All right, like let me wake up. It's like having a fucking girlfriend. Let me throw out a term for the both of you guys uh -huh. that maybe you've never heard. It's called FOMA. And yes, we've heard of FOMO, fear of missing out. Uh -huh. FOMA is front of mind advertising. Uh -huh. And yep. that is why you send two a day. I agree. For FOMA. I agree. <laughs> All I need, it's just, it's, it's roulette. I just need a chance for my thumb to go to the purchase thing. I swipe through so many things. I avoid so much stuff. I bring things into my, right in front of my face. I put them away. And then sometimes you just hit it right. You just send the right email and then I'm ready to lose $35 again. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's listen to Jason Capital give some advice. Okay. Cause that's what he does. He gets a room full of people and he charges Guys, them. He talks to a lot of hype beasts kids and like young dudes and he talks to stoners too i've heard him give some speeches about like hey man i used to smoke the finest row all the fucking time then i got serious about capital <laughs> 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 that shit so uh this is what he calls one to many there's one to one which costs fifth at least i heard him wait this is his email system no this is well, okay so Jason Capital does different kinds of coaching, 
Okay. He does one to many and one to one. Okay. Gotcha. One to many is, for example, $5,000 to get in the door to sit at a one to many. Like a con- like 20 people in a, in a library. Yeah. And one to one is $15,000. Just, okay. I know. You got to get in this. You're so good at talking like this. 15 k is big money. $15,000. I quit, though. I just don't like... I don't know. I could have, do I could it do once. Like once a month. <laughs> once every three months. I would work... That would be awesome to work like two hours every three months. <laughs> yeah. Just sit down with somebody and fucking yell at them or tell them the right what they're supposed to be fucking doing. <laughs> yeah. So here's our first clip and some advice uh, for a guy. Name's Cameron Cruz. I'm from Phoenix. I'm actually from here, but I live in Phoenix. Thank you. And um, I'm an athlete. And I wanted to know um, how do I make money while I'm training for the Olympics? Like, I this I felt is a very obvious question. Simply get a contract with Coca-Cola and they will put you on their cans and you will make money for doing it, I guess. How do I make money while training for the Olympics is our question. Sure. Okay. You don't, I mean, I don't, um, I mean, get a part-time job, I would say. <laughs> I don't know what else you could do. I mean, unless you're really interesting on Instagram or TikTok and, or you want to take like hot shots in a swimsuit every day. Uh, you're, I don't know what else you're going to do. Probably going to be all of your time is taken up by doing that bullshit. I know. I know. Find a, find a, uh, a pizza shop that will let you live in the apartment above this, the place or something for free. It's <laughs> a good point. And I don't know. It sucks, man. I feel like these people should have like, they, we should, we love it. We love to watch them play. Let them go. Let it like pay for everything. But no, it's squalor for you. And there's so many, well, actually they always got rich ass parents too. There's so many Olympic sports that are like. Come on, dude. There's no money in this. You know? Does you get a fucking yeah. synchronized swimmer. Or I just thought of a bad one. But like a handball player. Sure. You're that's that's not a viable career path. I guess this, I hate to say that as a podcaster. <laughs> but we want to see it. No, but I think it doesn't matter. We want to see it. That's true. Everyone they should want to see it. Yeah. Well, don't don't you think just asking the question, what can I do when I'm training full time for the Olympics? Isn't that it kind of sounded like he just wanted to tell people he was going to be in the Olympics, first of all. <laughs> OK, like I feel like. I think that's part well, of going to a Jason Capital meeting. Gary Vee is the same way too, though, where he asked people like, how can I monetize my existence? You know, like that's the question. And yeah. that's what we're all doing. I mean, I'm guilty of that too. Uh, I mean, y- y- you have to because of society. I mean, you get, if you spend enough of your time doing your stuff that is not just working at some specific job, you have to monetize like just your day-to-day life of doing the shit you do. Yeah. So yeah. I I mean I understand. I think because of society, it's a valid question. Like it, it's not like I mean if you were in North Korea and you were an Olympian, like the government would be setting you up real good, right? Yeah, and also if you have $5,000 to spend on this like you should, I think point. you could do something else with that, actually. Like, I would have flipped 5K. I've never had $5,000 to spend on talking to some guy. I know. Never. Or 15. I know. No way. What are you talking about? I would have had a fucking hot dog cart. I would have been like, that's what I would have done. What are you talking about? You could have bought a bunch oh, of magic cards. Yeah. <laughs> that's real. That's seed money right there. Yeah, yeah. That is crazy just to ask that question. That's true. Kind of, you know, I'm broke. <laughs> So I want to know, like, uh, 
and I know your advice to me um, before was to do something that's in my industry. So I, you know, worked for Lululemon, and it's like an athletic clothing brand. So it's like something similar to being an athlete. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to know. No, 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 no. Because I could get a job at Lululemon. <laughs> it's not similar to being an athlete. Well, yeah, I mean, but that is that's that is also the real answer. I mean, that's what I said at the beginning. Like part time job at some place is really what is probably going to be for you yeah you should be able to make money as an olympian though that should be so easy it's, it's olympian what and also nighttime magician or like a really good <laughs> opera singer or like it's no you have you ha you i've spent all of your talent in one area so it's swab the poop deck for like the other part yeah well here's you got nothing else what i what i think about these these people that go to these seminars, I feel like what they want is reasonable. They want to be able to do okay in the world. But I feel like if you have the mindset where for you to make money, you pay a guy, did you say $5,000 to go to this seminar? For one of many, yeah. Yeah, for a one of many, that's five grand. If your way of doing it is you're like, instead of thinking real hard, about what I'm going to do and how I'm going to make money and, you know, putting some consideration into this. What are my skills? Whatever. You can do that at home for free. The idea that you're going to pay somebody $5,000 for a shortcut means you're not cut out for being self-employed. <laughs> yeah, you had $5,000. You didn't know how to turn it into ten. Yeah, I can turn $5,000 into $6,000. And then to six into eight and then the eight into 20. I feel like I could do that. I've always said that, dude. I have always said that if I if a miracle happened and somebody was going to hand me a suitcase of money and said, this is all the money that you're allowed to make for the rest of your life. Like if 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 they could say like, hey, here's 200, I'd say $200,000. Right. If somebody gave me $200,000, I can make that $200,000 last the rest of my life easily. That's yeah. an amount of money that I could make last the rest of my life. Yeah, I could insane. make more money. They would pay you off. That's cheaper than taking doing anything else for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but you could turn 200 grand into more money. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, the more you have, the more you make. Yeah. Like, and it, yeah, it's you're, just not... you're also, you're right. It just, it, it should have been like, the, the hard news, buddy, is that you're not cut out for this because you had $5,000 and you wanted to pay for a shortcut. And that's not how any of this works. You hustle and you grind for a really long time. It doesn't happen in 18 months. It doesn't even happen in three years. It's the rest of your life. You don't pay other people to tell you how to do it. You went to a hype beast yeah. and asked them how. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's more. Email list. <laughs> so I wanted to see, like, is there anything else? How much else time do you have? How much time do I have? Because you say you're training for the Olympics, right? Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. But you want to make money at the same time. Right. So how much free time do you actually have? Because I understand the Olympics is kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, so I, I train for about four to five hours a day, basically. So I have. Do I got time for anything else? That's a job. Yeah. You don't got time for anything. And your ass is like refeeding for like two hours. You're eating like 4,000 calories of food. Yeah. You have to wake up at five in the morning to make your giant ass breakfast and shit. Oh, yeah. If you're like sprinting or weightlifting well, or doing say, judo. <laughs> yeah. That's like a CEO and like the this CEO <laughs> talk. Like, no, you're, you're working all day. Yeah. And you live a bizarre fucking lifestyle. When you hear the sport. Oh, great. Yeah. Energy the rest of the day? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Dude, you have all the time in the world. Yeah. Yeah, no, you well, don't. I'm also in college and I was also working a job and I'm also a part of another personal development training which is landmark so that kind of fills up right what is <laughs> too much so he's already scamming people why does he need yeah. to be told how to scam deeper yeah personal like... development that's like you take somebody who believes that they believe in their heart their ego is telling them that they could be a guru that people would love and then you're fucking scamming them it's like well, li it's like life coaching right I, I, yeah i think if i had to if if i had to guess just from what he said what i think he means is that he's in another class another jason capital sort of class with oh. another jason capital that's not Wait, jason capital what? that's what the personal development because he said i got a job uh-huh i train five hours a day okay I go to college yeah. and then I'm in another like leadership course thing right? where okay. he's, gotcha. he's doing oh. two of these brains being massaged by somebody else <laughs> more money. Jason capital's really got mad at him. Jason's what? Jason <laughs> capital <laughs> is like, you would go to my rival, Greg money. Yeah. <laughs> You've been saying Greg. <laughs> I mean, dude, like we all got to make fucking sacrifices. You got a lot of shit on your plate. Thank you, Jason. You've got to figure out what's the priority. Yeah. I mean, it's literally as simple, like, because like, you, you're swimming. Is it swimming, right? No, it's pole vaulting. It's, po it's pole vaulting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wow. I mean. <laughs> yikes. It feels like that's, I, I hate to be, like, demean this guy. Yeah. Feels like an hour a day. Yeah. Sort of training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, if thinking... you're pole vaulting four hours a day, you're not good. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, in the Olympics, that's a lot to require. Four hours a day of pole pole vaulting to compete like once every four years. I just, I, I would like I mean ninety minutes a day, like you said. Or just whoever shows up. We've talked about pole vaulting on Street Fight in oh, the past. Yes, yes. You know, where I said I think I could figure out pole vaulting if you gave me a pole vault <laughs> yeah. in one day. Yeah. Like I could figure out how they're doing it and stuff. Uh and I'll, I still will do that. We looked up how much pole vaults are, and they're yeah. very expensive. Right. So if somebody buys me a pole vault, yeah, we spent I'll pole vault. all of our money with Greg money, his <laughs> capital investment for fund information, but uh, he screwed us. We should have just bought the pole vault. Yeah. <laughs> People would have loved to see me figure out pole vaulting. I can do it in a week. I can figure out how to pole vault in a week. I couldn't be in the Olympics. But I think I could figure out how to pole vault in a I, week. Every time you say it, I just go, oh. I just I like imagine seeing you crumpled like a crumpled mess. <laughs> in my mind, it flashes in my eyes. Every time well, you, you confidently could... say you can do it, I'm just like just wincing. Over Remember there. when you said, oh, this guy, he thinks he can kick a field goal. Yeah, I. <laughs> you, you kicked my ass. And I attempted to kick a field goal after you successfully did one, and it hit the fucking ground. It didn't even have any fucking air on it. I kicked a field goal. It was when we first from, met. I said I could kick a field goal. An extra point. It was basically an extra point. So yeah. it was from like the 10, I okay. think. But they were like, you could never kick a field goal. That is far. That is impressive. No, yeah. it's not. It's he easy. He booted it. Yeah. It yeah. Was I was wearing boots. And I just fucking kicked a field goal. And then we left. I felt great. No, I tried too. We all tried. And we 
Yeah. Yeah. Prove we cannot do it. That's what I mean, I'm saying. I, I think I could kick it. I don't think I we could should do aim it. it. We should have a. Re we should uh, have it do it again. I'm such a huge talent when it comes to athletics and stuff so you like know, that. But I agree with that. But like the leaving the ground stuff, I don't want to see you leave the ground. <laughs> I, would, I mean, I've seen standing up kind of get a little crazy for that's you. That's true. Yeah. I mean, do sometimes you, I'm clumsy. Do you ever sprint? No, oh, no. No. See, because I got... We had, for a while, we had this real athletic dog. And so I got into running because I was like, this dog's a huge asshole. I'm going to run him out because, like, I eat way more than this dog. Like, I've, I for sure got more energy. Comparing stats. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I got into running. I could get up to running a couple miles a day. And then uh, they put a speed limit thing in my neighborhood. You know, the box with the solar panel oh, and yeah. it says yeah. speed limit 25, your speed. And just one day I'm out fucking around. I kind of jog by it and it's like five. And I was like, oh shit, it'll pick me up. So one day I prepared, you know, put on the, I put on the sweatband because it was like August. It's pretty hot. Went down there, I put all my keys and my wallet and everything on the little box because it's like a little trailer behind a car and they just leave it in your neighborhood to threaten you. Yeah. And uh, I backed up probably 100 yards. I got a good run and I did it probably 10 or 12 times. And I, I hit 13 miles an hour on the sprint. And I was like, damn, I'm good. Yeah. I am whipping it. And I go home and I was like, man... I ran so fast today. I'm telling my family, like, I ran 13 miles an hour. And they're like, wow, that is, like, slower than a car. And <laughs> that is true, though. I look it up, and I'm like, average running speed for adult man is probably, like, 6. And they're like, yeah, it's 12. Damn. So you're <laughs> average, average, though. That's so if good. I could go, if I run as fast as I can, and I feel like I'm going to die, I can hit average. Yeah, but that's <laughs> why we have families, so that you but, can be average for them. And they right. can be impressed. Right. <laughs> I'm but impressed. Carrying the pole... Carrying the pole and then sticking the pole. Because, like, when I'm running full speed, I get, like, tunnel vision. I can't see anything. The whole the whole landscape, the horizon's shaking and everything, right? I There's no way I could I could pole vault. I could maybe yeah. jog up to it and get it to stick, and then I, like, stop. That's yeah. what I would do, though. I wouldn't <laughs> run full speed to pole you vault. You would just stand and then stick it real hard and then bend it, like, right in half. Oh, you think you would just lean teams? into it and spring over like Bugs Bunny? Yeah, I would run half as fast as I can run, which, by the way, the last time I raced somebody, because I said I could beat this guy in a race, this friend of mine, you guys know him, it's Adam, is, yeah. is the guy. Uh, I was like, I could fucking beat you in a race. And so we lined up in an alley, but flat. It wasn't like we were on a, you know, like a treacherous thing and uh they said go and i fucking took the first step and then tripped over and fell down oh. and everybody was like are you okay and like everybody was really worried about me so yeah <laughs> <laughs> running is not my thing that's why i winced when i thought about pole vaulting oh i could do it though Ooh. i figured out yeah i am um, sometimes with charlotte uh running out of nowhere and you get really fast and then you get really scared <laughs> like your feet just yeah. start getting momentum you're like oh no i should be running down this hill i want to lay down right now yeah i don't like that running downhill is yeah. bad yeah that's yeah, a tough your one fucking old jangly ass bones start creaking and shit but he says you have plenty of time which i think is like these guys he are always the about guy, 12 hours no he, he does he, i mean if you if you if you're working out five hours a day you could find you do have plenty of time to go to garage sales and resell items to bust open magic the gathering packs to do anything else five hours a day on your fucking 
if that's all it is. But I don't think that's what it is. I mean, I don't just don't believe it. Yeah. Well, the people like the yeah. Let's hear it. No offense to swimmers. I yeah, you're pole vaulting four or five hours a day. Yeah. You're attending these these trainings. You you have a job. You have college class. Like, you have a lot. Like that's that's a lot. You're a young person. That's you can't all it is. do everything. I don't think I'm gonna tell. Like there's you got to cut one of those things out. All right. What I, oh, well, I mean, and if you had to, if I had to say what you got to cut out, you're not going to like it because it's pole vaulting. <laughs> 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 like, if we're cutting one of those things out, I think you should cut out pole vaulting. It's not a money move. Not a money move now that I'm looking at it. <laughs> Listen, would if you were swimming. <laughs> the money that you're spending at this seminar, that pays off. That's an investment. The pole vaulting, I mean, the, it's four years from now. Who knows what's going to happen? There isn't a dollar in it. Because even if you gold medal, which this guy ain't gold medaling, but, or bronze, anything under gold, there isn't going to be a deal that you can make to like have your own custom pole vault I mean, company. Yeah, I mean, and even to get a Wheaties box, you're gonna have to break your back and then fight through it. Like yeah. that's the only way you're getting a deal. They would never give you, they would never what? give a pole vaulter the Wheaties box. There's not even one we can point You would to. never have like a line of limited edition pole vaulting Reeboks or something. Yeah. No, uh, nobody even knows, dude, nobody even knows what kind of shoes you wear to pole vault. Like, yeah, who know even I, knows that? I was thinking, like, ninja, ninja-type yes, shoes, like the very soft ones. Or those Feiyu, those martial arts shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all I'll, cleats of some sort. I'll Google it while we let him uh, uh, give more advice. Cut out the fucking job, get a high-income skill, and then monetize that. The fastest way to make okay. money is get one high-income skill that businesses need and sells a done-for-you service to them, which is, like, what yeah. Email Income Experts is. Gotcha. Email income experts. EIE. EIEIO. <laughs> I love that damn email shit. You got to become an email income expert. Yeah. For real. Like, that is um, where the money is. That, this guy. Andale, Andale. This guy is obsessed with the email income expert. I what is think it? it this is, is where he describes it. He's lying. I, yeah, I mean, he's lying about a lot of stuff, but it is a really easy way to make money. I do think he's probably doing all right for himself. I believe him. All it's right. just that you have to convince other people that they can do it and they can never recreate your little weird hack that you have on the online. Exactly. It's like when, when you look at, it's like when you look at, um, like when like anybody when, can do this, anybody can do this. Like no, anybody that thinks and was born and is exactly like Jason capital can do this. Nobody well, else is just going to tell you. I'll tell you something about the email scam. It's the same thing. They used to have like online education course scams. Whenever yeah. you would go to a site and it'd be like interested in making more for only $27. And there was some brain hack where it was like $27 or $37 was the price that they had calculated would would make people think you had something valuable and all yeah. this. But if if you're making a shitload of money, let's say that you, Brett, you go and you find that they're... Uh, uh, you find that some corporation is offloading stuff to Goodwill and you can buy this certain packaged toy for $5 and you can go on eBay and flip it for $100. Yeah. Are you going to fucking tell anybody? No. You're going to go <laughs> around to all the Goodwills in store in town. You're going to start. You might drive over to Dayton. You don't have anything going on today. You might drive through Dayton, go to there. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
if something works and it's really making you a million dollars, if I had something working for a million dollars, I wouldn't tell a soul. No, I know. <laughs> you wouldn't be because doing courses? You wouldn't be doing one-to-manys? You don't start doing that shit until you burn it. Yeah. When you've burned it, then it's not val- it's not a value to you, and you can say, I did make $5 million yes. doing this. True. Yep. It's just like we had a liquor store down on the corner from us. It's a little convenience store, liquor store. The owner had all these receipts of when it was a liquor store. Sells his liquor license and then sells the store to new owners on the basis of how much business he made when he had a liquor license. Okay. He sold them a bill of goods. They're fucked. They can't get liquor Because they bought it. No, they can't get a liquor license. They bought it on the basis of having all of this business right. and they had his business stats and the liquor license was the thing that did it. Fuck. And then, you know, he sold the liquor license for $2 million. So he cashed out and then he cashed the business out. He took everything out, sold him a worthless fucking business. Jesus, Genius. man, that's a smart idea. Let's get a liquor teach license. Other people, teach other people how to be vultures like that. Yeah. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Let's get a liquor license. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like we could sell that. No, we're going to be taken advantage of if we get into that. Okay. We're going to be buying it from a piece of shit like that. Well, let me say this, too. It reminds me a lot, the email scam that he's pulling, right? Which isn't really a scam. It's, it's a legit thing. But the thing that he's talking about just sort of reminds me of like, when Chapo hit with their podcast, right? And then like a million podcasts popped up and they were like, I don't know why I can't like make money doing this. And it's like, because there's only going to be four or five of these things that are going to do well. You got to have a different idea that isn't being done. And that happens a lot with like, comedy podcast too is like somebody comes up with a fucking somebody's just like i'm just gonna do a comedy podcast and you're like what's the concept and they're like well it's just gonna be funny and you're like nope gotta have a concept now they they you can't get out without a concept now well so. you can't be late and do it worse than the first people doing it that's also yeah true. If you can't be spending money like it should come naturally to you or you can't be spending five thousand dollars for someone else's information about it but if you're you, being scammed if you are looking to launch a leftist podcast yeah five thousand uh, dollars one-on-ones <laughs> me and brad will take five grand and we'll yeah we'll give you I'll stand, we'll clasp our hands and look at you and have you sit on a couch beneath us and yeah, tell you a bunch of wisdom. I mean, that's five grand. Listen, that's five grand for a one-on-one or two-on-one, actually, to tell you the truth. What would your business names be? Brett Capital and Brian Capital. We just steal Jason Capital's name. We're capital. We're in the capital family of capitalists. You can't. You could get away with that. We could get just, away by yeah, being Brett Capital an, and Brian. We're gonna have an ironic capitalist, <laughs> an ironic capitalist uh, uh, persona that makes us money. <laughs> Lots of it. Yeah, yeah, that we can move over to the the devious, oh, ironic insurrectionist side. Ironic capitalism is so good because you're just capitalist, and then if anybody's like, "Man, what the fuck are you doing?" You're just like, "It's just a bit, man." Yeah, we're just doing a bit. The it's capitalism so bit. Hilarious. People will just do it. It's like it's wild. Love it's, a, it's a big farce, isn't it? It's a farce. Driving a Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> Something's a fucking. 
farts. It's so stupid and silly. What's going on? It's ridiculous. Oh. You can just print money if you just promise the promise the stars. Yeah. What have you considered? What have I considered? Yeah, like email income. I've considered copywriting and um, doing doing something that's like along the lines of being an athlete. Okay, smart. None of that stuff is along also, the lines of being an athlete, though. What? <laughs> copywriting. Yeah. Which, I mean, by the way, I know you, copywriters, I mean, right? Drew, you get copywriting, right? Yeah. If yeah, I have money an, in I, that. Yes and no. Okay. Also, I mean, so you can have a job. I know somebody that works for a mortgage company, and they do copywriting on the ads. They like take the idea of what they're trying to sell, they create a call to action, they write it up in a way that's positive and makes consumers trust them, yep. blah, blah, blah. So you could do that. I've done some little freelance copywriting stuff, you know, pay the bills. But uh, it, I mean, there are like obvious roots to this guy making money being an athlete. What he has to do is get fucking shirts make up a little catchphrase and have his catchphrase be like over the bar it's like you don't just <laughs> you don't just want to make the grade you want to get over the bar yeah. and then he wears the shirt when he's training he makes a TikTok. he does the humpty dance or whatever you do on TikTok, yeah. wearing the over the bar and then he's like that's yeah you could have just got paid five thousand dollars fifteen thousand dollars to tell this guy that by the way yeah if you were one-on-one -on -one with him you could have given him the over the bar I idea and he would be richer than fuck i would You'd take a percentage rich. point on over the bar yeah. <laughs> if we're playing a shark tanks game i'm ready to invest in over the bar <laughs> because by that time there will be people like the olympus get here but there'll be people two or three years into it that will be die hard into it when it times for him, comes time for him to pole vault, they're going to be like so invested. They're going to be Instagram living the whole thing. He's they're fucking ran out a bar and then go watch him go over the bar at the he's, bar. He's sitting <laughs> on a bench like at the Olympics and he has a fucking over the bar t-shirt on before he and they yeah. show him like coming up and he takes the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And people just they go show nuts. people at home. Yeah, everybody's got someone got it tattooed. Yeah, people are crying. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this That's guy. That's the only thing you can do. I mean, it's just you have to be a darling of like you have to be the best athlete ever. And but it's also yeah, that's like the that's the the capital part. Like you can't do that. I can't believe this One broke person. ass kid. Uh, uh, it, this broke ass kid is really making me feel good about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, and it is like um, I mean. You do got four or five hours of pole vaulting. That seems like good copyright sesh time. I mean, not much going on in your brain. I exactly. can imagine. Like you have a lot of free time to just kind of think stuff up. Exactly. But I also, um, I mean, I just hate the idea of telling anybody in their 20s that they have to have anything together or that they should be trying to be amassing wealth or like pursuing something as crazy as pole vaulting, which I'm totally jealous of. That's the only reason I make fun of it. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, I want these people to pursue, pursue this stuff, but you're asking a guy that's just like, do STEM, do fucking STEM until you have 1 million fucking dollars <laughs> and then you do what the fuck you want. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the thing. That's the program. If, if I were in your shoes, man, I would, I would be training my high income skills just as hard as I was training for pole vaulting. 
Ooh, oh, doggy. That sounds good, that, though. But that's 10 that hours so a day good. now. Now you've taken 10 hours out of a man's day. What do you do? You, what do you have any? High, what are your high on income skills? Do you think? So do I you was, have any? I was thinking about this. I do my, a lot of my low on income skills. I, I, replaying I, video games that I played 30 years ago. <laughs> that's a low income skill. I have several <laughs> low income skills that, yeah. that like I can put together. No, I don't have any high income skills, but I also don't think starting an email business is a high is like a skill. I don't think that's like a, a like I don't I'm not like looking at this guy like, wow, he's such a skilled dude. You know, yeah. he, he started you're, an email business. You're taking advantage of small businesses, teaching them how to hammer their business their customers digitally when i worked at um i mean i made money off of that a little bit oh, i should I start the thing when i did uh, when i worked at the insurance company it was very early on in facebook pages and uh we would hire in, we would get insurance agents to let us take over their feed and we would write co i would write copy for them and share interesting articles and do like fall quizzes and just all kinds of content creation for like thousands of insurance agents I didn't get paid nearly enough money because they. Should, if I would have got five thousand from each of them, I'm sure that's what my fucking boss got out of them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, but I was pretending to be like hundreds of insurance agents every day. Like, oh my god, I just got coffee today and thought about how much I'm saving on my insurance or whatever. <laughs> Loving this insurance. It's yeah. a big insurance day for me. It's yeah. it's National Insurance Brokers Day. Yeah. Hey. Oh, it's it's National Donut Day. Let's talk about donuts. You know, it's, we're not just all about insurance on this page, but if you're ever looking for insurance, <laughs> I hope you think of us first because we like donuts. <laughs> <laughs> is somewhat out of your control. You can do the absolute best you can, but like, that's that's one bet you're making. I'll be working as hard as I can on my high income skills as well because I think there's no faster way to guarantee you make money than the three big high income skills to me are sales, copy, speaking. Those are, those are um, like the big three. So I would also one say of them training. Is... I mean, you can do, I mean, personal training and being in Olympic shape is certainly a high income skill that you could pimp out for more money. I would easily be selling like Instagram workouts or let people download them from YouTube or something like work out with me, do my workout with me, download it for five bucks or something, go over the bar. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's one. We'll do one more Jason Capital and then we'll get a Dan Pena in here. We didn't get even the. We got to go back. We have to revisit. You didn't even get the good stuff. I know. We got to revisit. I like when he Jason screams Capital. at people. When he gets aggressive at people. Well, he here, yeah, I could gamers I, and shit. I didn't see a lot of that. I okay. think that's his Instagram stuff. I'll keep, I'm, yeah. I'm doing YouTube, so I you got to keep them. some. Yeah. So Sorry. here is. We'll do an update. We'll we'll do this. Hey Taylor, you want anything to drink? I believe I do. He's getting his friend Taylor a coconut water, but he'll explain. He says, you got anything to drink? Taylor says, you, you got any coconut water? And he says, I believe I do. And he's playing with uh, poker chips, okay. which seems like a, a theme with him. Like he's always holding poker chips. Wait, like hand. moving them between his fingers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love a gambling addict. Yeah, man. Wait, hold up. Okay, what is that? So Jason Capital grabbed an orange drink out of the refrigerator that's in a mason jar, and Taylor says, "Wait, hold up, what is that?" 
This was clearly staged, by the way. It sounds it. Okay. So, so that's an excellent question, sir. So as you can see here, that is uh, carrot juice. All right. Okay. Some people look at it they're like, oh, that looks like a science project, right? Yeah, now that's a mason jar, so. That's most, carrot juice right there. Most things mason jars, normally they're about a little bit alcohol. Of course, yeah. So this is actually, uh, there's no alcohol in this, my friend. There's actually, there's no, uh, there's nothing tasty in there at all. That's just carrot juice. Why do I drink carrot juice? Though? I get questions like that sometimes. Is, oh no. Nobody's ever asked that question of anybody. <laughs> Why do I drink carrot juice? Well, I guess, I mean, actually, but if he ever goes, mate, I don't know if he's social or not, but if you ever go on socially, just drink carrot juice, people are going to scream at you. They might people say. People will be very fucking mad. But people would all actually probably think it's like a, a orange smoothie no, drink. No, juice. I would say get out of the fucking bar. Yeah. You, Nobody you likes carrot juice. You can't yeah. hang out here and do that shit. That's for the morning time. That's so, not even alcohol, bro. That's just carrot juice. It's yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> I uh, actually check this out. Just happened to be here. I read this book right here. All right. It says the difference between God and Larry Ellison is that God doesn't think he's Larry Ellison, which is amazing, right? So Larry Ellison, I think, is fourth bit, fourth richest man in the world right now, CEO of Oracle, worth somewhere like $65, $70 billion. And in this book, right, 400 pages, I read one sentence in there and it said he drank carrot juice every day and he drinks carrot juice every day and he's done it for the last 50 years. That was enough for me to be like, I don't know, maybe it'll work. So I literally had my chef and he starts making me 16 ounces of carrot juice every single day. So I go in the fridge and I just drink it throughout the day. Has it made me wealthier, more successful? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. What it does. It, no, I'm gonna answer that question <laughs> for you. No, I mean it, it, he placeboed himself. So it's it's carg it's cargo cult. It's literally, I mean, you know, cargo cult, right? No. So uh, in World War II, right, there was this island, uh, and supply planes. They had troops there, and supply planes would come through this island, and they would drop supplies in crates, like in fucking. Do you remember Lost, the TV show? How they'd have yeah. like shit airdrop to them well they would see these soldiers out there you know with the lights the two lights in their hands waving the airplanes in and they would wave the airplanes in and all this great shit would come out of the cargo and then the people there were like these indigenous people clustered around i'm sure the troops like gave them some free food some canned lamb or canned beans or whatever and they were like shit man like food comes from the air and these people we've never seen are handing it out right and the idea of cargo cult is that after World War II, the people who lived there got sticks and shit like that, and they would clear, they would make imaginary runways, and they would go out and they would wave the sticks like a magic ritual to try to get the planes to come back. Not understanding that it had nothing at all to do with the sticks or the motions or the runway. It had to do with, you know, the occupying force or whatever. Sure. And I feel like the carrot juice is... is the fact that this guy himself believes in this cargo cult idea is so fucking bizarre. Carrot juice. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's just, a, it's just an intense belief in yourself in that you found a magic elixir that makes you more arrogant day by day. <laughs> like, that's all it is. You feel like you have a special one up on everybody else that makes you more high income and it's your, and you're crazy enough to believe it. He has a lot of high income habits, though. 
You got to get on his Instagram because that's not even what he does. That's All right. Get I, on my I'm going to get on his Instagram right now. I think now. he's like sunning himself on this carrot juice thing, though. He's making himself seem lower income and more aspirational than he is because, like, the true test of somebody and whether they're independent is if they're just going to do the freak shit they want to. And Larry Ellison just does well, freak shit because nobody stops him. But also, I think he also, he's doing a side load here where he's saying, I study high-income individual. I only look up the chain. Oh, so, yeah. So where am I in relation to you? So you need to be looking up to me. But no, I'm sending my thoughts and prayers and my money upwards to the, to the oh, you know? I, that's true. <laughs> I didn't think yeah. about that. And then the subtext of that is absolutely so. Therefore, you should be doing what I tell you. <laughs> yes, yeah, because yeah. Because I am... I'm just like you. I look yeah. at people we, who make more money. Yeah, we know that. Like we take all of our money and we give it to our guru. Duh. Yeah, <laughs> we do what yeah. our guru says. We copy our guru. That's what we do. Exactly. <laughs> well, here we go. I'm on his Instagram, and one of his biggest gurus is Dan Pena. Oh the God, the biggest he loves piece him. of shit in the world. He loves Dan Pena, which we will play some Dan Pena here in a minute. I'm just gonna randomly pick uh, a Jason Capital. If you're lazy as fuck, watch this. Yes. You're lazy as fuck. Yes. How do you know you're lazy? Being real here, I flunked out of second grade. My main problem is motivation. I've always known I can do the work. I've just never gotten the motivation to do it. I wake up, spend 30 minutes on my phone before I actually get out of bed. What do you do on your phone? Memes. Are they funny? They are funny, but they're not what I need. <laughs> Memes. I, what do you do on your phone? Memes? I just yeah. 30 minutes before I get out of bed, just I look at up. memes. Just peruse, just file through them. <laughs> <laughs> like, haha, that shit's funny. That's, and then, that, okay, that's a reason to get that? up. After you've seen enough funny memes, you're like, all right, there's a reason to get up. Yeah, and then, <laughs> like, Jason Capital is like, oh, memes, yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Probably yes, 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 yes. spend an hour, two hours having breakfast or whatever. 18, you just dropped out of school, right? Yes. How do I know I am lazy? 30 minutes of memes, two hour breakfast. You watch YouTube a lot. How many hours a day do you on YouTube? Two to three. Two to three hours. What about social media use? Three to four hours. Three to four hours? Three Editors, no wonder we get so many views. I do watch Netflix, not every day though. Why? Why? We're, so, we're so aggressively lazy, why like stop? Let's just add <laughs> this up, about seven hours a day looking at screens. Making money is boring. Like really let that sink in, it's two steps. Are you not motivated right now? I'm just so making money is looking at screens too. Yeah, just yeah. To be clear, it's all. Looking I mean, at to screens. Jason Capital, making money is looking at screens. So that's one. Here's another one. Two of the most cancerous words in the English language are someday soon. You don't know how much time you have left. Some of you are probably thinking right now, Sam, you're fucking crazy. I got all the time in the world. You don't fucking know that. I was in active duty readiness for Air Force Special Ops. I was in better shape than most professional athletes. And I got my health taken away from me. Having your brain hijack your fucking body and you learn you are never going to walk again and you beat that shit that fucking hard. So trust me, you can start that business. You can get that relationship. I can stand and walk right now. You can do it. Two of the most camp. So, see, I'd pay that guy $5,000 to get yelled at. I would too. <laughs> I would too. That guy seems like a guy I could get yelled at. Here's this one. Brett sent me this yesterday. This one's very funny. Uh, here, so he starts out, true story, guy in Cleveland here. In Cleveland, buys a lottery ticket all the time, never wins. One day, past the gas station, he's like, oh, fuck it. Buys it, wins. A couple million dollars. Doesn't tell anyone. First thing he does is he calls up every family member he has, and he says, hey, 
I'm in a bit of a tough spot. I need to borrow $4,000. Can you lend me the money? He goes down the list. Everyone has an excuse. Next day, calls them all. I won the lottery. Isn't it crazy? The most genius thing ever. They're not asking for shit. So if you ever win the lottery, don't tell anyone, but ask everyone you know first for money and just find out who's really lottery worth and who's not. True story. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Test your family. Yeah. Test everybody you know. That's a hard tip. Four thousand dollars. I know. Then people just aren't going to have that. That's not a good tip. Like maybe five hundred bucks. That's it. You know what? It's a, it's a great tip, but um, not going to happen to anybody. Not no. all of it. No, it's bad. Here's one. Uh, here's another one. Women, it's because you don't, if I were truly going to teach someone how to get a girl, I would teach them first how to value themselves. Because once you value yourself authentically and, and really, you don't even want a woman. It's like, that's not even important. As soon as it's not important, <laughs> they flock for some reason. It's weird. When you want one, man, they're not around. And when you do find one, you're freaking getting in a bench for them in a crowded bus. <laughs> You know, but if you value yourself, you work on yourself, you build up that self-worth, that self-love, as corny as that sounds, and that confidence, you don't even want one anymore. And that's when... That's not true. I, I, there's no amount of self-love that I could do where I wouldn't want a, a, a woman, like to have my woman. It is also, I mean, that's a great, one of those great pieces of unattainable advice is like, just act like you don't care at all. And it's like, yeah, I'm just sitting here. Like, I don't even care at all. I'm not even thinking about it at all. I don't care about how anybody thinks about me. Like, I'm just, it's like, yeah, we can tell. And here's one and, more. And you, and you also, that never goes away. Like, you oh, always yeah. feel that way. Here's one more. Um, I've been masturbating since I was four years old. How old? Four. Four. Believe it or not, I, I didn't know what it was. I did it a different way. You lay down instead of doing that. I, I don't need the details. Okay, yeah. so, <laughs> so this guy's been masturbating since he was four. I mean, we've all been masturbating for a very long time. Yeah, kids do it very early. It's Once you have them, you realize about. it happens early. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, I didn't, I, I didn't realize that's what he was talking about. Yeah, he masturbated. He masturbated when he was four. Yeah, he started masturbating when he was four. All right, go off. I mean, yeah, so what, yeah, I think I did too. I probably did too. <laughs> yeah. Harms you. That actually harms your, your future. Mm-hmm. Just, just realizing that. Harms your so, like, I, I, I did that at four years old, and I was like, oh, uh, well, you this know This guy what? is so it, privileged. This guy is so fucking privileged, he has $5,000 to give Jason Capital. And the most tra traumatic thing that happened in his life is he found jacking off at fucking four. <laughs> I don't feel bad. I don't either. I don't like either. You're the, you're the Einstein of whacking it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, that embrace was how fucking ahead of your time you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Humping so, shit was, you know, is, like, happens to everybody. We all do it. Everybody yeah. hump shit and it felt good. And it was not, the, it was not just sex, but it was felt great. It did. It did. It's <laughs> very weird to to be. Uh, yeah, I would just be like, man, you got to go to like a real doctor. Like, I don't know how you got to Jason Capital, but let me give you half of this money back to go to like a real doctor, man. Because <laughs> that's not like a problem. And that's like, I mean, you, the amount of you carrying around guilt and sharing that in front of. Uh, that's also true. Yeah, I, I I fucked up my whole life because I masturbated. It's like 
monkeys just throw all kinds of shit at their genitalia and go crazy on it. I know, I know. And there's nothing wrong with and it. And then we do the same thing when everyone, whenever we're alone. If the, nobody's around, that's what everybody does. <laughs> so is this shit with their fucking genitals. <laughs> is this guy like a, a nofap incel guy? Or is yeah. he is he targeting them or both? No, he's just, no, he's a, he's kind of a porn is ruining your life. He does a lot of that, like you're beating off too much instead of doing high income shit. Yeah. Uh, Beaten off is so much better than high income skills, though. Yeah, it's a lot better than sending emails, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, way more into it. <laughs> Listen, Sushiko, I think we can move your business to the next level. You know, he's like on the phone, like, yeah, you should be whacking off instead of doing that. <laughs> yeah, or I can. We can move your business to the next level. Um, I want to. Please, I want to be clear with you right now. I do not masturbate very much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm a great uh, candidate for this job. I'm serious about email marketing. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> as I like to call it. Because I don't masturbate. I, I, I which could be. That's what other guys are doing right now. I'm not. I'm not. Everybody, every other loser, every other low income active person. Jacking off right now. Too busy jacking off all the time. They look at 30 minutes of memes and then they just jack off. <laughs> like there ain't money to be made out there. All that cum has money in it. It has income opportunities yes. in it when it comes out all over your tummy. Oh, yeah. I get income. It's income, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Lost you could income. Do... That's lost income. Oh, is what did... it is. You lose it. <laughs> That's you lost could income. Do... You could do something with that. You could sell it too. <laughs> That's our new thing now. Yeah. That's lost income. Lost income. You don't want lost income from <laughs> masturbating. Right. I don't know. I'm still working on that. Don't jack off. Jack yeah. on to the computer and send some emails. There you go. Yeah. 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 Smart. <laughs> go over the bar. <laughs> you know, that's it was ingrained in my brain. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, and then when I started watching porn, it just made it worse. Yes. Do you feel like you're too, addicted man. right now? After watching your TikToks and everything and actually like, I'm not as much anymore, but Good. I can still sense my brain like going like, oh, you, you're bored, you should do this. Mm -hmm. I'm trying so, not to. Um, first of all, thank you for sharing. Yeah. And um, I'm really happy to hear that, that you saw some content and it's actually like helped a little bit yeah. and you slowed down. The path back to, to normalcy is not easy and it's not short. It's gonna take time. Your brain is gonna keep telling you that because it's an addiction, like any yeah. other addiction, like a drug addiction. That's basically what it is. Yeah. So just know your brain's going to keep mm, doing that um, for a while. And eventually capital, where, where did you study exactly? It's free. It's not like a, a free <laughs> addiction is not an addiction. I don't think it's like not a huge problem. Well, unless it's unless you're as long as you're not doing it in public with people that don't consent or it's ruining all of your scheduling or you you aren't doing like trying to do mile high club stuff with people that don't consent like it really is shouldn't be tearing like doing it all the time is oh fine like yeah. just don't tell everybody you don't have to tell everybody about it like, you don't feel don't feel bad it's not like a guilt thing it's it's a monkey thing and you're gonna age out of it like there's sure. gonna come yeah. a point where you're just like i can jack off like once a day or like maybe even once every three days yeah. it don't matter you're gonna get tired of it you're yeah you're just gonna be like it's not enough there's and, other better drugs and that's probably how old Jason Capital's probably in that age group where like you're just masturbating less and he's just like, just stop. I don't see why you can't just stop doing it. I don't know it. why I ever did. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. It's like the guys that, yeah. Like what'll like, happen eventually. The Blue Lives Matter people that were total fucking thieves when they were teenagers. Exactly. Exactly. Now, and it's a big urge. It's a big feeling. You're like, oh, I gotta, 
gotta do something, right? Eventually, you're gonna see porn or think about porn or see some girl on Instagram or something that looks like porn, and you're gonna think Send about it money. jerking off Send again. Send money over Jason Capital of- for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the one that makes you come is worth more money than fucking Jason Capital. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Big urge is gonna be a small urge. It's gonna be one that's influenceable, something that you can control. It's not gonna be. It's gonna be like, oh, I, yeah, I don't need to do that, and I'm good. It just it just takes a little bit of time, but keep. <laughs> Keep fucking going. Doggy, that's okay. the reason okay. to keep Don't going. That, you have a reason to exist. Like, that's drive to fuck. It will keep you alive. Yeah. You're doing fine, my brother. You it's, got it going on. Keep trying to get more. Just keep working harder. That's a biological urge. You know, if, <laughs> yeah. if I were a capital, what I would do is I would say, you know what? You were approaching the pornography in a low income way. <laughs> yeah. You're going on you're going on like xsecrets.org. You're going on like the worst third tier porno site. You're looking at big boobies. You're looking at whack shit. What you need to do is you need to be you need to fucking get with the times. You need to go on OnlyFans. You need to pay a sex worker. And when she says, What is your special request? You go, my special request is that you start an email list. You want to know how? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's Dan Pena. We're going to we're gonna close it out with some more Dan, with like four or five Dan Pena clips. It's going to be very fun. Here we go. Oh, fuck. Whoops. Dan, Dan Pena, he's a trillion dollar man? Uh, I think he's the 500 billion dollar man. Okay. All right, here we go. I'm afraid Frickin' crap. All right, here we go. I'm not afraid of anything. I should be dead by now. I've been run over by a charging buffalo. Got up, chased it down, killed it. Killed a Kodiak bear with a knife. You can't kill me. I believe that with all my heart. You can't kill me. And of course, the- now we're now we're having a good time. <laughs> That's what I like. About, just this- like some guy standing around. I'm never fucking dying. I'm fucking immortal. I'm, I'm not afraid. Out. I'm not afraid of anything. He just says I'm not afraid go of anything. Off. Go off, motherfucker. I would pay five thousand dollars for everybody to get to take the stage and scream. It's no, t- no one can kill me. I can pole vault my first time. <laughs> it's fucking twenty grand to go to the castle. His cat because he has a castle that he does a a retreat at a few times a year. You can pay twenty thousand dollars and go to his castle. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna have to take a. I mean, can I post date a check? I mean, that's a bit large <laughs> for my budget. Yeah, twenty thousand. Carnegie, Henry Ford, Rockefeller, Steve Jobs—they're all tough. Snowflakes melt under pressure. In 1986. The average man's handshake pressure was 118 pounds. Two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> remember handshakes? They used to hurt. They used to hurt. Goddamn it! You remembered them. Your bones crackled a little bit when you when they ran you over. I went My- back a little bit just so we can hear that again. Flakes melt under pressure. In 1986, the average man's Handshake pressure was 118 pounds. 2016, 96 pounds. Testosterone levels in sperm counts tested 50 years ago, and today uh, they're producing 60 to 70% the amount of testosterone levels in sperm counts as they did. We're dying out. They're deathly afraid of everything. 
uh, everybody's scared to wow. death of uh, what might happen. And so they, 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 they want to come across as your friend. It's like my snowflake test. You know, first question, paraphrasing it, what would you do if somebody came, spit in your wife's face? <laughs> and the what? answers range from, well, I, I try to ascertain what kind of day he was having. And if he had a bad day, I try to be understanding. <laughs> I'd be what? in prison for murder. <laughs> wow, he's like man cow level. <laughs> he is a little bit. What if somebody what was that? spit in your wife's face? He's you know, all... I was in the walking in the park and I had a, a someone asked me what would happen if someone spit in my wife's face. I punched them in the face. <laughs> That's a weird question to ask a random guy. Yeah. yeah. What would happen if you spit if someone spit in your wife's face? Well, I would oh, well, well, I would ascertain if he was having a good day or not. <laughs> Sir, are you having a good day? I would, Nobody I would shake way. hands with him and attempt to ascertain his hand pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be like, oh shit, that's a lot of pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I if don't you, know if I should, should, should engage in combat. That's at least 119 pounds, which right. is one pound more than it was 50 years ago. That's above average. We're doing, we're on a 98 pound handshake pressure a, these days. It's just so bad. People just like hand their, they just hand their <laughs> limp little hand to you. You just hold on to it like a little doily. What a pathetic time to live when it's a 98 pound pressure handshake. They were so, I mean, people competing over that was the worst. <laughs> it was funny. It's a little bit funny that like 50 years ago, guys would just fucking try to crush each other's hands. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I got a little bit of it coming up. I felt like there was times where people were just like really took it on themselves to be like, I'm older than you. Rank, you know, like yeah. Oh, which I, I would love to take that. that on as like an affectation. I might start doing that to young. Definitely, any any boyfriends that come around for sure are getting crumpled. Yeah, but um, oh fuck, what was I saying that for? I got lost. I do it to a you, fan. You know, uh, oh the best one ever. Sorry, when Macron got fucking Trump, brought it back into fashion for me. Yeah, it yeah, looked so badass. Yeah, like Trump was like. <laughs> Like his his face looked pained. Yeah, <laughs> he got the jump on him. I mean, and that's what it is. If you're trying, if it's like a it's a battle, I kind of like. I know I'm into it. I am like too. If, if every time you meet somebody, you try to smash their hand faster than they can do yours back. <laughs> as long as we all agree. Yeah. Yeah. You're just sweating when yeah. you shake a guy's hand. You're just fucking <laughs> sweating. Your face is red. Yeah. Well, I remember that when I was a when I was a kid, you'd meet some older dude, like some friend of your dad's, yeah. and he'd squeeze your hand real hard. <laughs> and and whenever they did that, I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I tried to squeeze his hand real hard, and then they go, "You got a grip on you." Yeah. Well, they would man, motherfucking roll your knuckle. Yeah. They would, oh they would yeah. Roll your goddamn knuckle. Just play a little bit of your hand. Just. just I love like, a knuckle oh, roll. Fuck. That one's that Ouchie. one's mean. Yeah. Here here's more of Dan. Beat the guy to death. Is that what we need today? Everybody? No, no, I'm not saying that's me though. Okay. But I am advocating, advocating that the guys act like they had a pair. There's never an easy time to make a hard decision. Never. But what you have to be able to do is pull the trigger, take action. And reading books and listening to podcasts is not taking action. It's just- I disagree with that 100%. Listening to a podcast is the most action that you can take. Of course. Okay. Uh, I'm going to move ahead a touch because he's got some other really psycho things that he says here. I saw someone advertise me talking about email lists. Uh, someone got my emails and showed me there is a speaker that looks like a pager. 
Okay. You can wear on the outside of your fucking jeans. That's supposed to be powerful. And um, I'm imagining if I could play this Dan Pena music in the background when I talk, <laughs> I can cut on a little personal anthem real quick, or just that intense, t- like at Thanksgiving, you know, just like we got a lot to be thankful for this year. You know, we've been <laughs> fucking killing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's here's what are you sad? Are you fucking sad? We had a dinner, goddammit. You fucking people are pathetic. You melt under pressure. You're snowflakes. This is a, another odd thing he says here. I have three regrets in life. One, I'm a combat trained army officer who never saw combat. Two. <laughs> oh! Wow. Oh, no. That's, oh, wow. That's an amazing review. I didn't know that. Well, that's a regret. He's a chicken though. hawk. That's a regret, though. Hey, he just regrets imagine it. Ima- oh, why I oughta just imagine if they would have let me. He would have killed some people. He would. He That's wishes. the biggest. That is the most lamest maneuver. That is. That, that is the top. Like boys, hold me back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I coulda. I coulda. I swear, I coulda. It's like there's people that did, motherfucker. You're not one. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. We Don't never, bring it up. If you didn't, if you didn't get no action, just bring it aside. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I got the uh, ID. You could have just said I'm a combat trained army officer, and people yeah. would have really respected that. Yeah. Why did? Yeah. It, it's also it uh, does sound like I regret not killing people. I yes. live my life like in regret of not killing someone. So if you're to step to me, you're gonna die. He wants to it's, kill I someone. Mean, it's a good. It makes sense. I get it. I mean, you don't become the fifty trillion, the the trillion dollar man, is I guess what they're calling. He calls him now. himself the trillion dollar man. The trillion dollar. You don't become him. Where without. does the Where does the trillion dollars come from? I think speaking is what I'm a ninety nine percent sure estate. Dan Pena speaks, and that's his thing. No, but I mean, is he? How is he getting that number? It's like something times oh, something, right? No, yeah. he can't be a trillionaire because no, fucking no. Jeff Bezos isn't a trillionaire yet. So yeah. Stumble over the goal at 100 million by accident. I have three regrets in life. One, I'm a combat trained army officer who never saw combat. Two, the night before my mother died, I told her, God damn it, you're not gonna die. Quit fucking around. She's dead in the morning. And the third, I didn't set my goals high enough. <laughs> my buddy you also need a doctor just like the other just like the the masturbator guy you need a real doctor what the, was that about the masturbating kid i don't know, you know one thing i always remember is i told the bitch not to die and she I did told my mom a I've bitch carried that, i carried that with me the rest of my life hey, buddy what's going on man he's in crisis yeah he sounds he slid in that in he slid yeah. that in what was yeah that was a lot so he's trying Jack- to rev- he's trying to do like a B rabbit thing. He's trying to do the Eminem thing where he tells on himself like these are the bad things about me is I didn't kill anybody even though I was trained <laughs> to. I tried to tell my mom not to die and she did. <laughs> and, then- and then I didn't set my goals high enough. <laughs> And yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I think you set them too high. Yeah, one you and know? two kind of prove that you did. You did it too much. Yeah, you, you overdid it. Like, don't beat your. Now you're beating yourself up over three. You beat yourself up because you couldn't yell at your mom not to die. <laughs> you couldn't prevent her from dying by screaming by, at her. Yeah, it didn't do anything. So now you're like, you know, it's just you know, I, I've set them too high, man. Yeah. Well, it much better than I. There's no such thing as work-life balance. There are work-life choices, and uh, you make them, and they have consequences. Oof. 
There are all consequences that I didn't go to my daughter's, our daughter's sweet 16 birthday party. There are consequences. But are they greater than the consequences of you being dirt broke when you die? You ask yourself that. Would you rather make a choice between your daughter's 16th birthday or you being flat broke, huddled up in a corner, homeless, whenever your time comes? You tell me. But conventional wisdom, political correctness, has it all backwards. You're a bad person because you missed your birthday, right? You're a bad person because you celebrated Christmas in January, right? Horse no, so the this is what his family members think about him. Yeah. Oh, They're yeah. like, he cared about business so much, he made us move Christmas. He gave us all a check for $100,000 to move Christmas. He's like the worst person in the world. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I got a I I uh I have a nice we'll cap this off with a What a, was that? Yeah. What well, was that in? He he reveals he's really goes there. That it's uh Tony Robbins is very similar in that he likes to get really intense. And it'll just be like my mom closed the waffle iron on my hand when I was a kid. I don't fucking care anymore. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they're they're selling being a sociopath. <laughs> really, oh well, it's so intense, man. That's like a lot. It's just I don't know what uh, what uh, yeah it pays to be, well apparently. just just get ready because I I promise you I got another one here. Uh, this is titled, Stop Being a Snowflake. That's what you're teaching these kids. Correct. It's not just business. No. Okay. How to stand up like you had a pair. Which gets us into the snowflake. Oh. You hadn't used that word two years ago. No, I didn't. What's a snowflake? A snowflake is a kid, uh, a guy or a gal that melt under pressure. First of all, snowflakes melt with heat. <laughs> not under pressure. Yeah, they come with snowballs. Man. Under pressure, they turn into ice, which yeah. is harder. If you step on <laughs> snow, it's a bad metaphor. Snowflakes turn to ice. It's the worst metaphor. Yeah, they, they get hard. Yeah, they ended up actually getting harder when you put pressure on them. This, so this motherfucker is a light. He's like, uh, let me put some pressure on those candles, and he flicks a lighter on for someone's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> well, he missed his daughter's birthday. He okay. did. Yeah, yeah. Some of us didn't go to any of the birthdays, goddammit. It's like, oh, we were there. You told us we were stupid for going, though. Now we understand, Mr. Pena. <laughs> Mr. Pena. Now, yeah, we. I skipped the birthdays. You went to the fucking birthdays? That's not high income. No, it, that's very low income yeah. behavior. You're losing money at a birthday. You had to pay for all of it. People expect stuff. Uh, you got to pay for gifts. They Your daughter's leave. sweet 16. You just couldn't make it, yeah. you know? I just, sorry, honey. Everybody turned 16, you know? That's that's a, it's just not special enough for your old dad. That's <laughs> a good high. I can't make any money on this. Um, come back they, come back when you turn $1 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a guy that doesn't care about his kids. Oh, I mean, yeah. Just, I mean, just, <laughs> and guess what? I can work instead of care. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I spend. I do work instead of caring about them, though. Which you don't. We don't understand. I. I. I went one hundred percent on working instead of caring about the people. Yeah. That are in my life. I maxed out the working stat. Yeah. I made. I made a family, and then I. I just do work instead of the family stuff. Yeah. As opposed to what they tell me, you know, 
God, every snowflake is different, Mr. P. You know, there's not one snowflake that's the same as the other. There's trillions and trillions and trillions. I said, yes, that's correct, that's correct. And he says, and so uh, we deserve to be here just like, no, that's not correct. Uh, in your opinion, snowflakes melt under pressure. Some people, most people in my judgment, don't really want to be successful if it takes any sacrifice whatsoever. That's true. That, that's how I feel. Oh, yeah. uh, everybody's scared to death of uh, what might happen. And so they, 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 they want to come across as your friend. They don't want, they don't want people to say bad things about you. And, and it gets back to uh, athletics. Uh, our three children, which are millennials, we're right at, at the, uh, the outer edge as our oldest son. But they were in athletic programs in schools just when the uh, no win, you know, you, you participate ribbons. And I took him out of athletics. <laughs> We're done with this. <laughs> Just mad. <laughs> when I, I was raised as a kid, the winning team, would they would dump the porta potties on the losers at the end of the game. <laughs> make them run through the town. Everybody would whip them with a rubber tube. <laughs> I was raised different. <laughs> Pulled him out of sports. Yeah, no, we're done with this shit. We're just this cockamamie bullshit. <laughs> I gotta say, I am pro participation trophy. I hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, stardom. That's the it's the problem with the beginning with the Jason uh, Capital video is like you're just training to be an athlete, just be an athlete. But like we treat people like you have to be a star, like that, like you have to make it all. You know. You have to be exemplarily above everybody else. It's like not going to happen. No, no. It's not the world. And that was the beginning of the deterioration of. Uh, also like, of uh, sorry, the participation is like we need people to do the thing. We need everybody to chip in together on stuff. Otherwise, nothing will get done at all. We don't need someone to be like an Olympic level or like the most amazing person. We just need like people to come play soccer every week so that we can play soccer and have fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to, like, I don't, I'm not playing soccer to like piss on the heads of the people that I defeated. <laughs> I just like to play soccer every Saturday instead of sitting at home with my fucking parents. <laughs> yeah. But football team can't, you can't play one-on-one -on -one soccer. You can't play one-on-one -on -one football. Right. There's going to have to be some kids that maybe aren't great at football on the football team. Yeah. There's a, and it's great that to show up to something because also, I mean, it, the, the, it, against their whole thing, it show you show up even if you don't want to do it. It's an obligation, and it builds character that you participated and showed up to all the games and followed it all the way through. That means that's meaningful yeah. because people give up and don't do that shit. And 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 this person tells them because they're not the fucking star, they should. Yes, that's what it sounds like absolutely. My judgment, um, manly education. Oh, okay. Like, even the guys that make it to your castle, correct? And fork over the twenty grand, correct? Even they don't want to be successful. Not, well, once they think or once they see what it costs in human uh, resources, bad. That ain't for me. They, they, it's not what happens to us in life. It's how we interpret what happens to us in life. It's yeah, how you we're trained. Tell yourself that you're going to be a badass. Yeah. All the time. And you're not a bad... I would fucking whip Dan Pena's ass. I, I watched these cops, like, <laughs> foil this robbery, and I was like, geez, I would have just went over there and tied him up myself. You know? That's what I wanted to do. All right. I really wanted to be the hero of the day. Here's our last clip. And that's clip who I am, right? Of Mr. Pena. He's an asshole. Here we go. He's the worst. And, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad he's not alive to see this. 
because the, the, the more snowflakes we have, the less the, pro less the possibility of the earth making it. Okay, would you okay. want the earth to make and it? I, yeah, I do. Uh, and um, men aren't what they used to be. Men aren't the guys from the 14 and 1500s that sailed the ocean blue to find various parts of the, of, of the world. Right, um, and that's hurting us. Men didn't find, they always say that, that, that like these, these really maverick men. They, they discovered parts of the world that somehow already had people there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and we also can't, what else are we going, we have satellite image, imaging. There's no parts of the world to discover. Right. There's nothing out there. We've seen pretty much every bit of it. Yeah, we've seen it all. We've seen the whole thing. We've seen everything on land, man. You know, less than 5% of the oceans have been discovered and less than 5% of the oceans have been mapped. Well, send right. Dan Pena out there. You know, out in the out in the Pacific Ocean, where would... they keep where they keep seeing those fucking UFOs and then the UFOs go underwater. Right. If, so there's there any, be... if there's anything here, they're in the fucking ocean, man. Atlantis is down there. They're probably sure. coming up from Atlantis. Well, Atlantis is in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, in a devastating manner. I gave you a couple stats and then I'm going to say them again. They're worth... Okay, he's going to repeat the uh, other stats. I also had a. I also heard him say yesterday, before we go, I heard him say yesterday he has three kids and they're not getting a single fucking dive from him when he dies. It's the worst behavior. It's like, why would it's you... It's so annoying. Yeah. I hate it so much. Yeah. Every single one of them aspire to that. That's all what they do proudly. It's just, yeah, I'm the biggest piece of shit. It's like the... The, what they always say about you know the right wing in America, which is that the cruelty is the point. This guy is just getting off on cruelty. Yeah, he wants to spread the cruelty mindset to yeah. everybody else, and he doesn't just want to punish his family. He wants to he wants to spread it so that everybody else punishes their family. Yeah, so he can like feast on their pain like a fucking lich or something. Yeah, yeah, you can victimize people all you want. Just do it. It's kind of funny and cool and pretty badass if you do it. Yeah, treating treat, treating your kids like that really fucking sucks, You don't even have to man. care or concern yeah. for anyone in the world, even people that are of your blood. doesn't matter. Even you made the decision to have a kid, doesn't matter. Why even You're have a trillion dollars, dude? Why would you even have that? I would, I would only, yeah, I would do that. Really, you're right. The only reason I would have that money to be like, I fought tooth and nail to get here. And you don't understand how fucking hairy the situation was. But you have enough money to not do anything. Yeah. Please just do that. Yeah. Please just don't do anything. Yeah. Whatever, whatever your kid has, you want your kid to have a good life. That is actually normal and healthy. Yeah. And whatever you think about your kid's ability to participate materially in capitalism, like you should want them to be able to have a life. Because, oh, I mean, you have to work so fucking much all the time. And then these guys are like, I work all the time and work is not easy and I hate work. So it's like they've constructed this little shell where they've said, I hate my life, so you should hate yours too. Yeah. Like, well, it's like isn't it everybody hates their life? You got to work all the time, you know? And it's just like, well, could there be a different way? Could you spend all of your effort trying to make the world a better place or trying to convince people to care about each other or not put us all through the fucking wreckage together it, it also does seem to me like he doesn't like if i'm his kid right 
He doesn't show up to my birthday parties. He won't let me play sports, and he's not leaving me any of the money that he couldn't possibly spend before he dies. Like, why, who, why would I give a fuck about this old man? Like, I would just, this is the type of, this is the type of thing where, like, like, you understand people who don't care to be around their family. You know what I mean? Where it's like, because for me, I've always said, like, if they're annoying, don't go around them. I don't fucking sure. know. You know what I mean? Right. And like, uh, if I'm this guy's kid, that is the reaction I have. I'm just like, I don't want to go around this guy. Fuck this guy. You know, he doesn't give a shit about me. What What does he care at all about me? Yeah. That I, is. I think that everybody that is abusive toward their family members or toward anybody has some really good explanation for why it's actually okay. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's, there's. I mean, like, yeah. Even your family is like, I, families are bad. Families are some of the most dysfunctional shit. But like, if you're in charge of the kid. Yep. I know, and it's weird that he wants to live in this the different world where he just like sires children or something and yeah like, then they're just like a leech on him or the bastards are going to sue me till the day i die like he's going to be like laying down like paying lawyers to make sure his kids don't get any of his money when he's in going into hospice you know I, yeah it doesn't make any sense to me like why are you battling these fucking things you're like and maybe it's the, that's the problem is like you start fucking masturbating you start jacking off at four years old and all of a sudden you find yourself with a trillion dollars that three kids went to get <laughs> like how do you stop that jason capital how do i stop being horny to the point well, where i have i'm i have to be responsible i can i can tie these guys together in the end uh dan pena is one of jason capital's coaches right he's so always looking upwards jason capital is on his way there and that is get motivated. We'll nice. be back next week with, I don't know yet. I, I'll figure it out. I'm going to pick up some Jason Capitals too to share on Instagram. We will. Yeah. Just check our Instagram and uh, peace.